から俺はお前のコーチになるそしてグランプリファイナルで優勝させるぞ This is Japanese Lunchtime Rush! お望み通り教えてやるよ本物のメガロボックスをな I can't believe it Both of the players are down How on earth do we decide the outcome? Will this go down in the record books as an incomplete game? Hello everyone, welcome once again to Chanceable Sports Anime Podcast I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo And the Kansas City Chiefs are once again Headed to the big game Yeah With me as always, Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Hi, you can also call me Willie Mays, Wavy Funyuns, Onion Flavored Funyuns, <laughs> Onion Flavored Rings, if you'd like. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Um, so if anyone only listens to Fun Point, I mean to uh, Chance Ball, not Fun Point, you would have gotten the results of our parlay if you listened to Fun Point. Uh, not good. I'm I'm wearing a barrel and flies are they're flying out of my wallet and I'm I'm I got pushed out on an ice floe by the town. We could have had a hundred and twenty six dollars. Literally, if we just bet on the favorite every time this playoffs, <laughs> like we would have we would have made bank. But uh, yeah, you know. but you have to keep digging. And you're gonna hit oil eventually. That's why we're putting $1,000 on Christian McCaffrey. That's right. Seven rushing touchdowns <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I still don't think Brock Purdy's real, so I he's mean... So, he's so fraudulent, bro. I don't care that you made it to the champ- the championship game and the Super Bowl in back-to-back years. He's so... like... Machoke's fraudulence is a lot more active. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Brock Purdy, he, like, doesn't have a social security number. He's just not a real person. It's like, yeah, if I, again, this is the thing that we could easily play any sport, but if I had Christian McCaffrey on my team, like, we're winning every game by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, and it's not even that either of us would be a good game manager, which we would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, even somebody who's not, who doesn't have the sort of eagle-eye court vision, field vision that we have. Exactly. I think he's going to be able to. Yeah. If hmm, who am I going to give it to? Will it be McCaffrey or Debo Samuel? I know. Hmm. I think I'll uh, give it to one of those guys. Yeah. That's why Tua puts it up like Kogane, where it's like 70% of the time Tyreek Hill catches it and it's good. It's, and then yeah, he, he makes it's, it all the way down. There was one moment where in this episode, and I think it was meant to show like the teamwork of Sarin or whatever. But as soon as Kogane got the ball, Tepe was already under the rim. <laughs> He's like, I know this guy is not making a he shot He knows right his now. guys. He knows that he does not know ball. Exactly. He said, let him shoot to his own teammate. Uh-huh. So he, could, he so said, he could, move in. So he could pad his stats with a rebound. Oh, uh-huh. another, another double-double from Tepe, huh? Okay, well. Yeah, if, most... I had, if I had a kitty cat man on my team, I mean, my stats would look like that. We'll too, get to but... it, but can you... They were in di- a dire situation that they're starting Kogane. Like... Yeah, I mean, but it's 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 not always about the points, you know. Yeah, it's not always. It's about also about like having fun your with opponent. your friend. Like, I would like my dream basketball team is like three Vince Carters and then like my homie. <laughs> yeah, where it's like we can we can you know dynamite corner threes the best uh-huh. dunker of all time mm-hmm. and also it's just like somebody to make memories with me three vince carters and like big mike out there just yeah just exactly screens you know exactly mm-hmm. um, i'm also taking fat gum from my hero academia to set <laughs> screens for me um 
Is is there any other big news to cover before we get into these action-packed episodes? No, I don't think so. Okay, this one's about Hugo's life story. Oh yeah. Uh, what what did you think of them? It's weird. It's weird when two episodes happen and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was having a hard time remembering anything about Hugo except that he wears glasses. He's the captain. He has the like. He has some sort of. He, he does he like have a girl. The, he has the, he has a he has a girl collar sort of. He he has uh the feudal like Japanese general thing that he likes. Yeah, and he likes like. he likes the American Japanese Civil War, mm-hmm. a yeah. Battle of Antietam playset. Ah, the Sengoku era. Yes, of course. I'm quite uh-huh, familiar. Yeah. Yes, I played Samurai Warriors. I know about all that shit. So in that way, it's kind of nice to have you know. It's nice to have an episode where you get to know him. I don't really want. Like an Azuki episode, two series episode, either mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. like I would like to get back to the game. I think so I can see who's going to the Winter Cup or whatever. Well, they really have to build up Kirisaki Daiichi. You know, they really did. That's a bit. that's how you know they're gonna be a bunch of bums out there because you we haven't even seen the Red Man yet, and it's like that guy fucking balls. Like yeah. he does not even show his face, but we have to get the whole backstory about oh they were evil then and they're evil now. The bad boy. Yeah, everyone, everyone on courtside picks up Midorima just so they can drop him and say we don't want to play with you anymore as soon as <laughs> Kurosaki Daiichi shows up. It would be so it would be so cool if they're like these these guys play dirty. They don't follow the rules and they hurt their opponents to win, and then they start doing the fucking Nanba run. They're like, God damn uh-huh. it, not again. <laughs> I will say this show's getting a little cute with um how I know there's a lot of boy high schools out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not disputing that. There's a lot of teams, only a few make it to the final eight or whatever, mm-hmm. to Tony Hawk's Project Eight. I kind of it kind of feels like sometimes when you're I don't know, you're playing a D and D campaign with a first time DM mm-hmm. and it's like you okay, fuck, I showed you all the cool guys. Well, there is, in addition to the generation of miracles, behind them was the double generation yeah. of miracles, and they were even better. Uh-huh. So watch oh, out. Oh yeah, don't worry. These guys were not as good, but they would have been if they played in the seventies. Well, why was everybody in the town scared of the generation of miracles? I thought you said they were the best. They didn't know about them. Yeah, they didn't know about the the, the double. We didn't. Secret they got ones. cut for time, but mm-hmm. they, I had them in mind the whole time. It's because see, it's because they all went to different schools. If they yeah. united. And, and shared a crown, they would be the, yeah. the kings. But. Those figurines are Hugo's horcruxes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this one, this episode, first one, episode seven, just called Give Up. So. Which made me think it was going to be a Kisei episode. I was so just lost in the Hugo flashback of it all that I forgot the fucking game against Midorima ends in a tie. Oh, yeah. Like, like, they shouldn't, I know they explain it, but they shouldn't be allowed to do that. It's a TV show. I did like the buzzer goes off and everybody is stunned mm-hmm. because like Tepe has just invented the free throw, but he it was unclear whether he'd invented overtime yet. Mm-hmm. And I, this uh, is this is just a fraudulent tournament. This is yeah. this is the only kind of tournament that Mahomes or Purdy could win. I do. Like, like, oh, we didn't consider maybe mm-hmm. they would. T- ties happen a lot in basketball. Yeah. Uh, which I do like because no one ever even mentioned the possibility that there could be a tie. Even after, like, Tepe makes the first free throw, no one's like, all right, even if he doesn't make this one, like, you know, not bad. No, yeah, I, I know th- I know that you would be on the side, and it's like, well, actually, uh, with a tie, we'd only be 0.5 games back, so actually, we'd still be in contention. And isn't it like, 
if if I'm imagining this right, and it's a four team bracket, does it like you still need to win your next game? Like, how much that does a tie help or hurt me. you? Because if you're the only two teams that tie, I don't know. I'm not doing G1 math right now, but no, it's too hard, and that's why AEW is failing. That's it's so good. Anytime like G1 season is happening, there's always people like you never know. Yano could tie against uh, I don't know Sonata. And then that would mean Shingo wins the... It's like, that's not going to happen. It, it's made up. Like, they're I mean, not going to... That, that's what people said about the Death Rider, John Moxley, defeating mm-hmm. Toriano, and we know how that happened. And exactly. So you got to play the game. Exactly. And you it's all about the game and how you in, play it. In Cork and Hall. It's time to play that's the right. game. Uh, so the ball just bounces away as the buzzer goes off, and I'm like, oh, shit, are we headed into OT? No, it's a tie. Um, which I guess Izuki tells us that there's ties in this tournament because they now they're concerned about how many games children play in a day. Like, right, they're already playing two, but if they put like an extra five minutes on there, that's what's really going to kill them. So uh-huh. we're looking out for the youth on the show. Yeah, so everybody does run over to Tepe and start stomping them out in the mm-hmm. Randy Orton style, but it's mm-hmm. celebratory because he stopped them from losing, which is yeah. nice. Um, Tepe is mad because he missed the second free throw, and they would have won the game if he made it. So you know, yeah, well, just, just something to to think about, something to note. Uh. But uh, Kagami's like, well, at least we didn't lose, which is the most, like, cope ideology you could possibly have. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say when when uh, Tottenham Hotspur ties against fucking, like, <laughs> I don't know, Aston Villa that I woke up at seven on a Sunday to watch. And I'm like, well, uh-huh. that's a point. That's one point. Okay, great. Yeah. Cool. Cool. They, Speaking- they're undefeated in the past two weeks. Awesome. Speaking of cool... You, like, they have to, like, tear down Senshin Khan Academy. Like, they can't... They are just pathetic. You can't go... Kurosaki Daiichi dog-walked them 108 to 70. Not so good. Even with their... And 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 uh, Senshin Khan is, like, mad that they're like, oh, you're not even using your starters. It's like, yeah, we don't need to. We beat you by, like, 50 points. Like, come on. Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. Like, you... They have to turn that school into a parking lot. We didn't even get the match with Senshin Khan. It was like an, a, a montage, and we cut to the third quarter where Seiren was already up like 30 points. So, yeah. Great job, boys. Which is sad, because Senshin Khan is a really cool school name, but unfortunately, exactly. um, what a waste. Or maybe they're just doing the thing where it's like, oh, they're just like regular high schoolers, and they don't have special powers or anything, and that's how they would fare against the magical children. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So Kirisaki Daiichi beat the shit out of that team and the crowd is shocked for whatever reason. And then one of the players on the team says, are you sure you don't have Bavarian cream for brains? Which is a very, like, specific insult, I think. Yeah, that was pretty rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad boy. prejudice. The bad boy is here. Hanamiya, is that his name? Hanamiya Makoto, the bad boy? The bad boy, Hanamiya Makoto. And he looks over, he's like, oh, the only thing surprising is that they're all goody two-shoes. I wish I would make an evil friend here. Maybe I could have a vizier or something. Yeah. Uh, and now, yeah. Hana, I, I had a hard time remembering that Hanamiya Makoto, the bad boy of Karasuno High School, I mm-hmm. was, uh, I know that we had talked about him before, so I knew that he was real. Mm-hmm. He wasn't one of, was he those, like, one of those Dio red shirts that was in the crowd doing Shimano Mart shit? 
Yeah, they were watching, and then they're like, well, now. So, yeah, he was there, and he was like, oh, I sure wish that I could tear that guy's ACL really nasty Yeah, he was, sitting, he was sitting in his seat like Joffrey does, and he's like, hmm, I'm licking my lips at those MCLs right now. Yeah, and I, I was like, wait. I'm sorry, brother. I uh, I've, I spent this whole episode learning who Tatsuya was, and I'm trying to not forget about him, because yeah. I know he's going to show up again later. Everyone, when so. I clap my hands above my head and say, Nick Chubb, you know what to do. All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the hit the locker room, boys. Uh, as if as if he was gonna like audible and just be like no let's go for a pick and roll on this one yeah no never mind we'll just do like a normal play like just just do no. a nice bounce pass aaron Rodgers, yeah. jets 911 on three yeah <laughs> it was that on 911 or was that just it was that in my head i i feel like it was it couldn't have been Could, i don't know well he came out with the american flag right let me see let me see september 11th was a monday so it could have been a monday night football game seems like they'd put aaron Rodgers there that's where I'd put him. Hold on. On the air. Yeah, Jets, Jets Aaron Rodgers enters field with American flag on 9-11 anniversary. <laughs> okay. That's, I, I, here's how washed they are. And, you know, maybe it's the timing, right? I just searched Jets schedule and Google said, oh, did you mean the Winnipeg Jets? No. Y- yeah. Absolutely not. So. Yikes. Mm-hmm. That's not like, good. I don't I don't know if you, if you caught the new George post, but it's very depressing and it's, I'm sure that's part of it. Oh no, I did not. Uh, is he kind of really? It's fine. In He's it? reflecting on how like uh, how like the world is is dying and all of his friends are dying and like mm-hmm. there's war everywhere and he feels like he can't affect change in the world. But he's he's probably still writing like funny, funny Tyrion stuff. He's writing. He has pages. He's writing. He knows it's a big year because he's going to give it to me and uh, uh, <laughs> that'll turn it around. And, so- and Jack Wilson's going to turn it around too. So after the game, uh, we see Mitarima outside and he's at the vending machine getting a piccolo sweat. He's um, going he's <laughs> he's going to buy the milk which Kageyama drinks. Yeah, yeah. His favorite flavor. And then he's like, Hey Momoi, thank you for breasting boobily over here. Um by the way, <laughs> you, you should ma'am. be you should be worried about uh Saren, not us, because they play the evil team next week kise shows up as if he's on the fucking team and he's like he's like, game brother hey yeah i think i don't think Mitarima even acknowledges him for this entire scene why would like, he he doesn't react to him at all uh so Mitarima's just about to go and like sit in his special cart even though takao isn't there to pull him uh and he looks in and, and koroko dog number two is sitting there um so right. not yeah. only that but the dog did a pee pee in his cart he did a number one. That's pretty that's, funny. That's pretty funny. He does say, I'll shoot him, which he meant which, like as a basketball, but. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I know that there's a screen. As soon as he says, I, I'll shoot him, there's a screen of like a screenshot of the dog getting shot into a basketball hoop. But we know that's some four kids shit. That's not what he meant. Yeah. That's like uh, these chocolate He meant donuts. it in the old yeller fashion. These, yeah. These jelly donuts sure are delicious. And the, uh, <laughs> you have to get the Blu-ray to see uh, Minarima just blasting. Minarima say, I love to torture and kill small animals. Yeah. Um. So I was thinking at this time, are they just going to leave the pee cart there in front of, like, the big auditorium where the high schoolers play? Um, but Takao does pull it away. I mean, I guess. If I'm in high school, I'm not I'm not pulling mm. the piss cart. Mm. Uh, Momoi does die because she saw a cute dog. So that's notable for later. She does not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, like, and Kisei, like, carries her off because she mm. got so tired from seeing a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, we cut to the Saren locker room and Tepe's ACL is like, you see it turning into Ecto Cooler. Like, it's just oozing out of his leg. <laughs> There's an invisible Dio that's, like, fingering the, the arteries oh, in God. there. Oh, no. Yeah, he has the fucking wedding ring of death or whatever around his knee. Uh-huh. And he has to get it out and before to, like, the finals. And, 
and Hugo, who I'm still calling my in my notes glasses captain because I'm having a hard time remembering who he is. Mm-hmm. I wish there were two episodes about him. He's like, hmm, it's very irregular for you to miss that shot. Uh, yeah. Which is a shitty thing to say. And then mm-hmm. Tepe says, even if my knees explode, I'm playing. I'm 14 years old. This is my last I chance. I will never stop playing high school basketball, even if my leg explode. It's not going to stop me. I'm mm-hmm. Tepe the Ironheart. Don't call me the Ironheart, though. My coffin will simply say Tepe basketball. <laughs> Tepe, yeah. Parentheses basketball. Uh, so as there's so many times this like this pair of episodes where Hugo and Tepe are talking and he's like hey man your knee is gonna explode out of your leg and it's gonna make a sound like a cannon and then Tepe's like well I'm still gonna do it to play basketball as someone is like listening outside of the doorway uh and this time it's Kagami so when they're walking home he's like hey man what was that that Tepe said about his legs exploding like a shotgun um (laughs) so Hugo turns around and says it's time to reveal some secrets so uh-huh. Uh, we are in a flashback for the next episode and a half. So just, just so the, the listener knows that. Uh, and it, it does, they do that. I think they were trying to make it seem like it was so long ago, but it was really like eight months ago. Like it wasn't that long. No, but it was last school year. <laughs> like it could have been the same calendar year for all we know. Right, it's like when uh, like Nishinoya stepped on the the broom, and then he went and he threw out the broom, and then he came back, and he was like, "Hello, everybody, I'm back." And it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Nishinoya, you're back." Mm-hmm. Um, that's how it happened. So Hugo's here, and he he dyes his hair blonde to show that he's going to start some trouble, to show that he's the bad boy of Sayer in high school. Right, you know? and I hate basketball. He's my name's Hugo, and there's two things you got to know about me. One is that I'm blonde, and two is I hate basketball, even though I have Steph Curry as the background on my flip phone. Uh-huh. So, so remember that about me. I- Izuki is immediately like, shut up, man. My eagle eye can indicate that you are capping right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not only that, I can sense that a large man is turning the corner and will bump into you momentarily. He must be over 190 centimeters. My my court vision extends to one full floor of the high school, uh-huh. and, and I know that he is currently in the B-wing of the He's school. looking real jacked, baby. Uh, so Hugo's like, fuck this, I'm done with basketball. I specifically came to this school because they don't have a basketball team. Right. Like, uh, there's, um, I don't know if they still do it, but back when I was in high school in New York, because you can basically pick what school you go to, and yeah. so, some of them, like, have tests you have to take, or, you know, if it's, like, a performing arts school, whatever, there was a big booklet we got that gave all that information. Like, oh, this school won't accept you unless you're, like statewide scorer was this high or whatever and i'm just imagining him frantically looking through the sports section to find the first school that doesn't have a basketball team in new york uh-huh. and be like there i go that's it yeah <laughs> i'm going to, sh- to to shit shit kicker academy oh and that's fuck. Where i'm gonna I spend sh- my next four years the only elective is to like do a do a, a retelling of romeo and juliet musical style with arnold and gerald fuck yeah <laughs> all right so i could, could so if i take this uh this tupperware stacking class is that like a history credit or like who will accept that <laughs> um that sounds kind of cool i i need to learn that skill i hate doing it so you know maybe if i got a grade for it it would motivate me a little bit yeah they should teach you that in school instead of pythagoras theorem uh-huh um 
So he's, he says he's done with basketball and he's going to take over the school and walks away in the least convincing fashion that anyone And his seen. pants fall down and you see his Tim Duncan underpants that he has on to indicate that <laughs> yeah. he still likes basketball. Uh, Hugo was just going to start bullying some child, but he bumps into Tepe and immediately starts shitting and crying because he bumped into a large man. And he's like, what's up? What's up, little guy? I love basketball, too. Let's go sign up uh, to the team together. I'm Tepe. Basketball. Oh, no. I dropped my, my Magnum Steph Curry phone <laughs> for my monster basketball appreciation. Uh-huh. Uh, but I like, it's like, it's like you could clearly see the Warriors logo, but it's like a different color to give them enough wiggle uh-huh. room to get around. It's like, it's like, it's instead of saying, uh, it's like a Pepsi, it's like Peepus instead, uh, but with a human man who exists. So that's fun. right. Yeah. Uh, and Tepe's like, Hey man, that's awesome. I'm going to go join the basketball team. Um, and he didn't know there, there wasn't a team. So that would have been very embarrassing for him. Right. He also admits that he doesn't like the name Ironheart, which is just sad. But, like, if you're the Ironheart, you can't say you like being called the Ironheart. That's true. That's true. You know, if if you're called... Condoned. If, if you're called the bad boy, you're like, yeah, that's me. That's I'm what they Hanamiya. call me. I have no control over it. Yeah, men call me the bad boy, and I'm of the night. <laughs> and I'm of the bad. <laughs> wow. Uh, So, Hugo doesn't... He doesn't want to... You know, he tells him there's no team, and he likes that, and he just wants to walk around like an asshole. There Hugo says, I hope your grandma and grandpa die, sucker. Yeah. And then he walks <laughs> yeah. off. So, uh, I think Izuki, he's like, hey, Tepe, the Iron Heart, why didn't you go to, like, a good basketball school instead of a te- uh, school that doesn't have a team? And he's like, well, you see, my grandpa and grandma are very old. It's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. He puts on a straw hat and says, I gotta help them work their dust farm. Yeah, they, they're farming tumbleweeds all day and they need, uh, you know, the strapping land. When I was born, out. they saw my big baby hands and said, that's going to be great for tilling the fields. Yeah, they didn't say that boy should hoop. They said that no. boy needs to, to shuck some corn. Right. That's right. Right now, yesterday. Um, What's going on? Okay. Well, Kogane arrives looking exactly the same as eight months from now. Yep. Uh, completely unchanged and says, hello, also Mitobe is here, but he's not important. Don't worry Mitobe about it. Mitobe is Kogane's here, don't worry here about ball. him. He, he's like, hey, I, I heard you uh, need two more people for your basketball team, so I brought my friend Mitobe, who doesn't speak, and he's here, but he he's can like a ball. warm body that we can use. Okay, great. It'd seem, it'd be like, damn, I, you know, Mitobe never talks, so everyone's probably like, damn, when he gets on the court, he's gonna, he's gonna pull some shit off. Sure, yeah. And then he just doesn't. Yeah, like, season three, I know he's gonna pop off. Yeah, nope, doesn't happen. Uh, or maybe it does. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, we'll see. It'd be really cool if, like, in the in the final game against like Evil School or whatever, they're like, "We're fighting for our friends." Mitobe just three sixty dunks to win the game. He does a three sixty windmill, and then as he lands and wins the game, he goes, y- y- "You too." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right into the mic, and everybody hears. Yeah, at at the post game uh, conference where he's awarded MVP. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> lemons start falling out of my pockets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Smash, smash McDoubles, things of that nature. So Kogane's thing is that his second trait is that he demands a cute manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but young Rico says no. Nope. Izuki's like, I have someone in. I did like that. He's like, hmm, I have someone I think I know who could help us. Smash cut to Rico just saying no. <laughs> like, uh-huh. not happening. <laughs> Uh, she, she says she hates this generation of basketball. It was better back in the day. She's like, she's 12 years old and she's like, they don't play defense anymore. It's all hero ball now. There's no fundamentals. Where's George Mikan? She's pissed off because the generation of miracles are too good and no one has like the heart and the grit to play against them. 
she like, she was like if Mitterima was playing back in my day before there was this woke three point line it would have just yeah. been two points we were thankful and he wouldn't even be a miracle he wouldn't even have a crown on his head I'll tell you that much that's right I'll tell you what a miracle was it was having soup for dinner yes <laughs> yeah we had we had to we we played the game with no shoes on we ran around <laughs> in our feet it's like all right our dogs were out it was terrible why why'd you do that is that that's just how it was, we did it it was to help the war what mm-hmm. i do like the um just throughout history all sports have like cranks who complain about how things used to be like i was i was reading something the other day about when the in like you know 1857 or whatever it, the rules in baseball were that the batter had to like declare what type of pitch he wanted that's and cool. Like, and you're like, give me, give me a high one, and then the the pitcher would have to do it. So like when they changed that, people were complaining like, oh, so now the batter has no rights. <laughs> like <laughs> now the pitchers dominate the field. Yeah, it's I like, mean, bro, should... they're still throwing underhand. Come on. That's true. They're still doing a granny style. I kind of feel like I know that I I'm not I'm preaching to the opposite of a choir here, but I do think that everybody's batting average should be like doubled at any cost at the mm-hmm. very least. Mm-hmm. That's always like the least appetizing thing about baseball to me. So if we could just get everybody batting at least a 600 I batting think, batting average, telling, telling them or just like putting on a, like on a tee or something like anything that you uh, could do to like help uh, that I think uh, would be good uh, for the sport. Um, Can I give you a, a spicy take? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, sure. See if you back me up on this one. There's always there's always like oh things were better back in the day when when you know you were playing football and you could really hit a guy. Have yeah. you ever watched like footage of football from the seventies? I try not to, cause cause it could just be the video quality, but it was it looked like shit. It like, looks it bad. Look very... I'm sure that's part of it, but it's also just I anytime I'm watching like a football documentary and they're like. After the game became more pass oriented with somebody's revolutionary offense in like 1985, it's like, oh, I'm yeah. never going back there. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's like, what am I going to watch this or Justin Jefferson running one million miles per hour and diving and catching the balls for 68 yards and then the Vikings lose? Like, what yeah, am if, I rather going to watch? If Johnny Unitas tried to do the gritty, he would he would end up in one of those comedy iron lungs from the yeah, Empire times. Exactly. It's just not realistic. Mm hmm. Uh, I don't think I will ever. Do you think you're ever going to watch Johnny Unitas play football? Probably not, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think I'll ever be like, you know what I should really throw on right now? Let me search. It's 2 a.m. I want to watch some highlights. Who am I looking up? I think I know. Even like, like, there's not a lot of, because I, even like Dan Marino is too old for me, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's only one other thing I can think of that I could watch Dan Marino in. And I don't really feel good about watching that one either. Yeah, there's never been a single time in my life where I was like, I I think I'm going to go check out what Joe Namath was up to. No, I don't think so. I got to go check out Broadway Joe in one of his big games. You know, I'm I, I'm I don't like think I I'm sincerely so sorry to our one like 62 year old listener who's like uh-huh. slamming his hat on the ground and stomping on it. <laughs> it's, it's immediately after this episode, Big Titty Goth Tradwife unsubscribes from Patreon, and we'll know <laughs> that's why. Um. Anyway, so these two uh, skilled basketball players show up, and they're still counting Hugo as being on the team, even though he said multiple times he's not going to do it. Uh Uh, So that's cool. Uh, Hugo's playing Punch-Out in the arcade. He's he's at GameStorm Arcade. Did you ever play? It was an arcade machine. It was like a Punch-Out variation, but the controllers were two boxing gloves. 
brother the fucking best game in the world oh it's, and it, so it, it's like it's it, you could you could dodge physically to like dodge the punches uh-huh it was awesome there was also there was a there was a worse version of that that was called like police 911 and there was a little gun attachment and you could dodge the bullets which it was kind of like a proto super hot but that boxing game there was ooh, what was that was so sick hold on was it time crisis which was the the shooting game Time that Crisis had, had the... like the the one that you like you push down on oh, like a, yeah. a pedal to, to to like hide behind a, a Oh, that wall. was so sick. That was my shit. I spent so much of my dad's money on Time Crisis. Yeah. Thank you, Papa C. Um I just I... remember thinking like, oh man, if only they made a big controller that was a gun with a pedal on it and I could play this at home. They had the they had the boxing game at uh, Downtown Disney's Disney Quest five story uh, attraction that you have to pay a lot of money to go to. Mm-hmm. And for my entire birthday, I was just they had regular arcade machines next to all their big attractions that were on free play all day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, do you want to go do the like lightsaber simulator? No, I think I'm going to continue to fight Glass Joe in this in this fighting crucible game. Thank you. Hold, hold on one second. I'm going to send you something I just saw on Wikipedia. This controller is called the GunCon 3. I'd like to see that. So I'm going to sh- I'm going to ship that over to you right now. That's cool. This is the shit they killed Shinzo Abe with. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It it looks like just like a normal laser tag gun, but it's got a Mad Cat's controller stuck to the bottom, stuck to the barrel of it. Yeah, that's awesome. I I love the idea of like emptying the clip and then taking it off and putting another Mad Cat's controller. Hold underneath. on, hold on. Uh, the the second gun con model is a D, has a D pad at the back. Okay, these new buttons serve to open new gameplay opportunities, such as character movement in Dino Stalker. Or the ability to use two guns at once in Time Crisis 2. Okay. You can dual wield in Time Crisis? Oh, man. That's pretty cool. I imagine, you know, the people who play, like, uh, DDR with, like, the full double pad setup? Yes. I'm imagining someone playing Time Crisis at the arcade and standing so wide-legged that they're (laughs) they're hitting both of the pedals at once to do it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. Before we before we move away from this topic, did you ever play Top Skater, that arcade game that had like the skateboard? It had attachment? the skateboard. Yeah, that was awesome. And you would not only steer, but when you would go off a ramp, you could like hit the back of it, and you would do a kickflip. There was like a year and a half period where arcades were fucking sick, and it doesn't have anything to do with me being like nine. It's no, because every game had like a bespoke cabinet with a peripheral that would break all the time. Yeah, there would be, like, next to the skee-ball machine, there would be, like, a a little shootout gun game where at the end there was, a like, a bespoke glass mug that would shatter and reel when you mm. shot it. Mm-hmm. And it was the coolest thing in the world, and George W. Bush was president. Yeah, that's what uh, Biden has taken away from us. Now you have uh, Fruit Ninja on your damn phone, so think about yeah. that. <laughs> uh, he said, air trick skating arcade cabinet is woke, <laughs> which I'm against. Uh, which, I, yeah, I don't like that. Um, okay, so Hugo's playing Punch-Out, and Rico just kind of came over to laugh at him. Like, she doesn't oh, yeah, have she just any goal like, in drag mind. him for his terrible Bleach job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he has many interests, such as video games, manga, and this one single figure that he carries around with himself all the time. So that's cool, man. Um, and she says cringe and walks off, which, like, I guess that shows the power of his resolve. Mm-hmm. To continue Especially going at, like, age 13. If I, like, got into anything, and, like, a cute girl came up to me and was like, you're reading? Fuck you. I would be yeah, like, I'm you, never reading again. You you like that shit? Bye-bye. You like, like that shit? I am dropping out. I'm not going no. back to school. I'm I'm playing tackle football with no helmet right now mm-hmm. to get her attention. <laughs> uh, so Rico, we, Rico will only join a serious team that's committed to winning. She's ring chasing. 
she is she's just looking for you know the easiest route there um mm-hmm. the boys are at big maji burger discussing this and then they see hugo walking outside so uh izuki stops uh tepe from being like hey let let him like let him walk away it's not it's yeah. not worth it man don't let him look at his hair uh so then i think we get a tepe flashback and he's like the thing about my middle school team which was one year ago is that we fucking sucked and we never won because Taco Middle School Basketball Club would double our score every time. Not so good. Not great. Um, so Tepe does leave anyway and he challenges Hugo to a one-on-one. Is this and when they go to the outdoor summer hoops court? They go night? to outdoor summer yeah. summer hoops nighttime edition. Um, and he says, hey, Hugo, if you make even one shot on me, I'll stop bothering you. I'll like give he's you the five hundred million dollars. Like he's the Japanese Shaquille O'Neal. He's like, the million dollar man, Tepe. I'm so honestly, glad that I hitched my wagon to him because he gets cooler every week. It doesn't matter who it is, how big they are. Like Victor Wembanyama could approach me and be like, "If you make one basket on me, you're winning a million dollars." I'm taking up that offer. Absolutely. What do, what do I have to lose? He's like three times my height. So if I do yeah, score, it's, it's can... not even like, but if, if I smash your shit to smithereens a hundred times in a row, then you have to give up your figurines. It's like, no, it's just the shame of. Yeah. Like it would be, it would be my honor to get my shit stuffed to smithereens by Victor <laughs> Wembanyama. Cut, cut to the scoreboard. It still says zero and I'm on the floor like my black frost. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's like he's he's stuffing his shit constantly, but as he's these, doing it, he's still I, like you still have that dog in you somewhere. I was so distracted because these dudes are balling in slacks and oxfords, like they're in their it's school pretty uniforms, cool. not even taking their shirts off. I like, mean, it's, just, it's it's mm. you know I respect to Hugo tentatively, but you got to feel like that's just because he wanted that built-in John. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Because he never, every time he just tries to drive directly towards the basket and, like, the seven-foot-two man standing in front of it. Like, break his ankles or something. Like, I don't know. In eight months from now on this very court, Kuroko's going to invent a new way to drive to the hoop. And Mm -hmm. you're going to love it. But you don't know about that yet. So he's Uh, like, mm -hmm. he hates losing, which means that he loves it. Yeah. I'm I'm Tepe. You like basketball, don't you, Hugo? And uh-huh. then he, he cries and says he faced he said uh so eventually he's like, hmm, you wouldn't really be trying so hard to score on me if you hated basketball. Isn't that true? Is doesn't the uh the wisdom speak the truth to your soul or whatever? And he's like, mm-hmm. uh I also faced Taiko and my shit got rocked too. I even wanted to throw out my basketball shoes. That's uh-huh. how mad I was. <laughs> I could even lift this rock, I was so mad. Uh so this this here's how the episode ends. He's like, Hugo, I think you're mad because you lost in basketball to the magical children. Um, and he's like, yeah, that's why I'm so bored every day and want to turn to a life of crime. And then the episode ends. Yeah, so. I, I I spend every day in agony playing with my fail figurines because I love ball so much. Mm-hmm. I'm Hugo. This episode is supposed to be about why your knee got borked. I'm sorry that we didn't get to that yeah. yet. I'm, ta- Don't worry. I'm, I'm Hugo. See you it's, next time. It's coming in the next one. Did you want to see the 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 Kirko's like mysterious invisible drive again? Well, wait two more episodes. It's not happening. Yeah, that's yet. right. Get me higher. Take me higher. Yeah, let me hire. Um before we continue the Hugo Chronicles, you want to check in with the Patreon? Yeah, sure. That sounds nice. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones. Where if you like, you can donate to us. Uh $1 a month gets you all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I did with Brooks. That's about Metal Gear. Uh, Carry Me Home, that I did with Kim and is about Jim Carrey and his various movies. Did we talk about the Jim Carrey's, like, birthday photo on anything? Um, Where he was with, like, the Sandman and, like, a bunch of... Uh, we must have, but I can talk about it again if you'd like. A bunch of comedians that people like, you know? 
I do like it when like every three months Adam Sandler just like posts a picture of him next to like Kathy Bates and it's like mm-hmm. me and mom. Yeah. Awesome. That's cool, man. Um what else? Oh yeah, three star special, which we release monthly, every month. Uh next episode. January is about, episode coming soon. Is about Magic Mike, and we're recording it right now. We're du- we're multitasking here. That's we're right. Multi multi track podcasting. I thought it was okay. Mm. Three stars? Um, you'll have to see. Oh, God damn it. All right, we haven't gotten to that that segment yet. Yeah. Uh, $5, you get shoutouts at the end of episodes, and you can request music for us to listen to on FunPoint, our music podcast. Uh, $10 gets you all that plus special user status in the Discord, and we'll download uh, The Bad Boy, Hanamiya, and Fire Pro Wrestling, and have him really, and have him like bust everyone open. Shoot we'll style. have Drew McIntyre tear his triceps immediately. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Thrones. Uh, can you introduce this episode? Because I had something stuck in my throat the entire Patreon read, and I need to take that a That was so brave here. of you, man. Thank you. I'm I will, doing my best. So, episode 31 or something is called We're the Saren High School Basketball Team. And I gotta tell you, listener, <laughs> I am I feel like this season's hitting me a bit more nicely than season one already, and I think part of that, I'm thinking, is because Tepe's in it. I like him. Tepe's good. Remember, you? I feel like you were kind of like, I don't know about Tepe. It's because he was... he. Not enough people it's, were talking about Tepe before he started yeah, to exist. It's hard to introduce a character as like a cool stoic badass when they're sitting in a hospital bed. Like you can't right. be cool in that position. Yeah, it, it would have been cool if like episode two, like uh, Kuroko was like, "I just found this dog," and also, do you guys want to take him to the to the hospital for dogs? And then there's mm-hmm. also the people hospital next door, and you see like a guy with like blue hair in there, and he's like wow, I can't believe I'm doing rehab instead of uh, surgery yeah, it, so that it I can was, get back to the court. And also well, I'm going to shave my blue hair and become normal. Everyone on Tepe. Knew that would be Tepe, cool. I would like to see that. They left it out of this episode, but everyone knew, like, remember, Tepe said don't talk to anyone about him until he's fully, like, done with his rehab for his right. leg. It's like, just like the other high school basketball teams that are as good or better than the Generation of Miracles. Yes, exactly. Don't talk about them until they come up. Uh, So... Uh, Tepe destroys Hugo, and then he's just like, "Well, I'm gonna hit the bricks," and he throws up the deuces and fucking disappears. So that's cool. He Hugo says consarnate and throws up the worst brick you've ever seen, which is <laughs> you gotta leave the court on a make. Like that's ridiculous. What they really should have done is show like children like watching and like shaking their heads and walking away. Uh huh. Just to show yeah, how the game the game's was. different now. There's no respect for the art. Exactly. Uh, him turning to the kids and be like, "No, it's it's the double rim." Like if it was regular, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so we go to the next day, and it's time to stand on the roof and yell embarrassing shit, which is what I thought it was going to be, where they're going to be like, I love Sakura in class 1B, but that doesn't happen. They just say their names, <laughs> so. Yeah, is it, was this, I don't know, was this, is this the beginning of the tradition, because Rico's yes. seeing it for the first time? I believe And then it. she later so, integrates, you gotta pee and poop your pants in front of everybody. So, I think, I forget who, but someone says something along the lines of, like, if we don't make it, I think Hugo says it when he decides to show up with his normal hair again. He's like, if we don't make it to the championships, I'll get up here and confess my love, but naked. So, this right, was yeah, what, yeah. why they had to do that next season, because they got fucking blown out immediately. Mm-hmm. 
pathetic. So yeah, Hugo, Hugo shows up and he's he's got stinky shoes and he's got a new fade and he's like, I hate you, Tepe, and that's why I don't want to lose to you at the sport I love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the vice principal shows up and says, you kids get off the roof. Oh, no, a gust of wind. My, my wing, mop, it's flying. My, my mop, mop is, is flying. flying off the roof. Um. So, yeah, they're, they're like, hello, I am Kogane and I'm a little cat boy. And then everyone's just watching. Everyone, says, everyone on, the, on the ground floor says, yeah. They say, hooray. Um, and that I did like easily one of the best, like, Shimada Marts in the crowd is this girl going, we have a basketball team? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like I chose the school because of my grandma and grandpa. Whoa, that, fuck. that happens sometimes, like, during the, the morning announcements, Will they'll be like, the glass, uh, the ship in a glass bottle club is meeting this Thursday in yeah. room C-17. And I'm like, we got that shit? All right, I guess so. The chemistry club will be splitting an atom this Friday after school. Fuck, bad. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I got to see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did like, they didn't show it, but they did, uh, when it was time for Mitobe to do his big yell, they just had Kogane do it for him because he can't, you know, he's not. It could have been a good um, bit for him to just have like the most booming voice possible. Yeah, and like just get Dio, get Dio to voice him for like two lines. That would be cool. And he doesn't speak because he's like too cool, and he knows everyone would freak out Uh if they heard Dio coming out of him. (laughs) It takes too much meter for him to actually use his cool voice. Exactly, he needs to conserve his energy. Uh huh. Uh, so Hugo, they all say who they are and their positions and numbers and stuff, which Uh I didn't even know was decided yet. But okay, Uh, (laughs) Hugo shows up and he brings his like dusty ass shoes with him. Yeah, not so good. He shows up here in one hand. He has both of his shoes tied together. They're covered in mud and dirt. And he points at Tepe and goes, hey, I hate you. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on the team now. I mean, I do. To be fair, I also hate everybody who's ever blocked me on the basketball court. That's reasonable. And he, and he did like a lot yesterday. Like, so. would I rather be blocked by a rando at like a pickup game or throw a goal line interception in the Super Bowl losing to Malcolm Butler in the New England Patriots? Probably. The probably New England the second Patriots one. one. Yeah, yeah probably. Because mm. it still like won the NFC Championship or whatever. And, and like, you could even, you could even be like, coach Coach told me that. Like, not my yeah, decision. Yeah, Pete Carroll told me to do that. Mm-hmm. He told me to not give it to Marshawn Lynch. But do there's... The, do the Seahawks have a coach right now? I don't... I don't know. I know the Chargers do. That's right. <laughs> I know Somehow. three years ago I was on this podcast and I was like, Brandon Staley, baby, we're here, yeah. the defensive mastermind. He's, he's one year. of the he's one of the generation of miracles coaches. He's he gonna... is, yeah. He <laughs> comes from the fucking yeah, the like the McVeigh tree or whatever. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um anyway, could be could be Bill. Could be Big Bill coming out there to uh Could be Big Bill. Could be Bill like coming to... over they have who do they have? They have fucking DK Metcalf. And and Tyler Lockett and uh, JSN, he's going to be like, I know what we need to draft. A white wide receiver. <laughs> First round. Um, he's right. Is it? I know what we on. need to draft. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh, Lad McConkey is still on the board? Get him. Lad McConkey, that, that you, no, you can't be real. He is Andrew Lad McConkey. I'm yeah. I'm looking at Andrew Lad McConkey, the American so, football wide receiver for the Georgia so Bulldogs. It said that I really saw that. Uh, it says is an American football wide receiver. I thought it was going to say is an American football white boy for the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, I see that his major is finance, so I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to 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 announce that uh, Lad McConkey is racist. Yep. I don't care about le- where Lad McConkey got his competitive from Yahoo Sport UK. I know where it comes from. That's right. 
All right. Uh, Lad McConkey was born after 9-11. Yeah, I did see that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All well, right, cl- closing that page. Um, uh, looking forward to seeing you on the 12s, lad. <laughs> so, th- luckily, um, Hugo's saying that if when we suck and get destroyed, I'll get buck naked up here and I'll swing my, my pangy around like a helicopter and fly away into heaven. And Rico's like, that rules. I'm going to join the team now. Um, yeah, I've, so- I've just invented torture because yeah. my dad's a personal trainer, so I know all about that. Thank you. So the next day, she's like, all right, here's our, our training regimen, and here's what we're going to do. And Tepe looks at the board and goes, I can tell she's the daughter of a personal trainer, all right? <laughs> I <laughs> read know, her Wikipedia page. Oh, wow. Know, cool. Yeah, I inherited that skill from my father. It's genetics. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's called good genes. So. That's right. So uh, Hugo becomes captain instantly because he wears glasses, and he's like, all right, you're in charge of the Kokonai is like, you must give us a fun shear and also bring me a juice and a Capri Suns. And I thought that's what the like rookies do for the captain. I didn't know it was kind of the other way around. I yeah, thought I thought it was, it was like, like a daddy eats first situation. Like that's exactly. always mm-hmm. like, why would you want to be captain if you have to like put out a dish of cream for the kitty cat man? Uh, he does kind of kind of get Hugo's ass because Hugo's like, Tepe, shouldn't you be the leader because you started the team? And he's like, no, Hugo, you should be captain. Being captain isn't about who's good. It's like, oh, okay. It's Are all my stats higher than yours? Yes. Am I taller yeah. than you? Yes. Uh-huh. However, I don't Do want to- Do I smoke to... different? Yes. But <laughs> they will be trying to kill me and will need a captain. Is my cheer happens. section too bad? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this show, they've done it again. They're playing the other self for a training montage from the past. Like, And it's four it. minutes into the episode. They play the extended version of the other self with like four guitar solos as yeah, they're beating like, teams that don't exist. End credits are rolling. We see them getting track suits and having a photo shoot and they take the Stardust Crusaders picture. Did you see what type of camera they were using to take the picture? Was it like a Polaroid? It said camera. <laughs> <laughs> camera brand camera. Sure, yeah. Uh, and this just shows how much the game has evolved in, like, eight months, because Tepe just makes, like, a standard dunk. He doesn't, like, slam it down or do a backflip or anything, and kids are fucking losing their minds about this. They're like, whoa, that big boy dunked it! Right, because they're back in 1940. Mm-hmm. They're freaking out when Kogane gets a steal. Like, they were so starved for any excitement at that point. <laughs> but then Hugo does his pull-up jumper, and it's like, it's 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 Squidward at the talent show. It's, yeah. uh, nobody's fogging <laughs> no over it. Cares. Yeah, it's like, Tepe passes Hugo the ball, who, and he, like, perfectly drains it from the corner, and they're like, wow, great pass from the Iron Heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, at this point, they make it to the finals of the prelims, and at this point, my notes in all caps are like, can somebody take out Tepe's knee already? Just show me. Mm-hmm how he Aaron Rodgers himself now because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. been an episode and a half and there's still not barely even the hint that his his knee is going to explosion yeah uh he gets walking home with Tepe and he's like hey man I realized something basketball was fun when you win yeah I do hate most, you though I do hate you uh so remember that um the so all men so- do despise you I do enjoy winning basketball mm-hmm. uh Tepe like god bless him he's like I really believe Saren can be the best like, bro, you don't have any teenagers with different hair colors on your team. Nope. You have no woke players. What are you going to do yeah, when you says, reach the Winter Cup? That's how my old school Shohei was. Nobody thought we could overcome Taiko. Correct. Yeah, and you didn't. You died, and you got so upset, your knees exploded. Your knees like, exploded forever. Mm-hmm. You're done. You're, you're 12, and you have you're, no knees in your body. You're cooked. 
<laughs> Kiyoshi Tepe is fucking washed at age He's thirteen. Washed. Go, like you got to get into wrestling. That's the only athletic shit you can do anymore. I'm there sorry. he is, the oldest player in the league. A miracle. <laughs> uh. So Saren goes to the finals of this, like, but it's like the finals of the prelims to qualify for the main tournament or whatever. It's whatever. You know what it uh, is. Uh, They beat a bunch of teams that don't exist. And they're like, wow, we're playing in the big gym. And then Izuki's like, no, it's the side one. We're playing in the baby gym for middle schoolers. Uh-huh. Uh, and conveniently, they get there as all the generation of miracles are walking out in a way where we know who they are, but we don't see their faces. Like, they knew where their camera was and they're doing, like, yep. dramatic poses. Yeah. I know that uh, I, like... I, Akashi was still obscured, but I know he's handsome back there. They'll show me him eventually. Can I... I I know he hasn't had that many lines, but I just want to put this this image in your mind. What's what's your impression of Akashi at this point in the show? Like, what do you think his, his personality is like? Um... I think my... I need to rethink it because my answer was just, like, exactly like Aumine. Okay. Because I uh, guess I guess that's I don't think that's thinking about it. My brain says that's not how he is. But mm. uh, I'm just telling you this because he is voiced by Takada Sensei from Haikyuu. It's the same guy. So okay, so he's kind of like he he kind of has the Brock Lesnar thing where he's like I'm a very <laughs> imposing figure, and also I talk like this. Ah, yeah, I'm going uh, to destroy you on the court. Okay, so, cool. so yeah, just keep that in mind. I um, like that. Mm. Anyway, it's funny because that guy, like, that voice actor usually does, like, cool dudes, and that's his one nerd voice, and it's, like, the one we know him as. So well, that's him. Sorry. He has range. Let me see. I, I gotta do the thing I, whenever I go to, um, so I'm gonna go to Takata Sensei, I'm gonna Google that. Uh, what's, what's the voice actor's name? Hiroshi Kamiya. So I'm gonna go to there, I'm gonna go to this page, and I'm gonna com- uh, control F and search for Jojo... Oh, no, he was just Rohan in a couple video games, so. Yikes. Yeah. Anyway, that that's my first thing I do. I gotta see, I gotta see which JoJo they were in. Um, Sure. And if they weren't in one, I do respect them less, even though I know that's not entirely their fault. Sure. I'm sure he would, he would do it if he wanted. I'm sure even if, maybe for part nine. Even if he played with that guy who like could make a gun come out of paper or whatever, I'd be like, damn, he's got it. That was cool. I like, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. So, um, so, Saren has developed their run and gun style, and Rico says it's time to destroy them. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, Tepe's knee remains tragically unexploded. Uh, sorry, I was just very distracted because I saw that uh, our friend Hiroshi Kamiya was in something called Brothers Conflict. So I'm now on the Wikipedia page for Brothers uh-huh. Conflict, also known as Bro, <laughs> also known as Brocon. Is there a net or absence of net? Because that that is interesting uh, to me. I'm trying to find out uh, what this show is about. It seems like, um, oh, no. Never mind. Do not look this show up. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Never mind. Never mind. I'm no longer interested in it, this. It does not matter if there was a net in this one. Nope. So we can skip. Wait, there's so many fucking famous people in this. All of our guys are here. <laughs> Junichi Suave's here. Nobuhiko Akamoto's here. Oh, it's got the it's got the canceled guy who did Edward Elric in English in it. Daisuke Ono is here. Why are they all do the show? Hold on. Let me let me read this again. Let me just make sure. Yeah, the word stepbrothers appears a lot. So 
I'm just gonna assume this is this is an evil show. Yeah. And I'm gonna close that now. Even though it is pretty funny that it's called Brothers Conflict. Yeah. Matthew Mercer would never appear in an evil pro- program. This that sounds that out. sounds like the worst New Japan stable. But <laughs> all right, I'm gonna close this one. Did okay. you hear that in AEW, the Bullet Club is calling themselves the Bang Bang Gang pretty much exclusively now? That that's that sucks. I don't no. like that at all. No, Bang Bang Babe Detected though goes kind of hard. I do like Bang Bang Babe Detected. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So all the the, the that's what Kogane should have said to Rico. It would have worked. <laughs> yes. Bullet Babe Detected. <laughs> Hold on. What did you just say? <laughs> Uh, I was waiting for the, like, no one to notice Kuroko segment, and it does happen. He walks directly in front of the camera, and no one says anything to him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fun fact, uh, Kirisaki Daiichi uh, translates into English as the evil children. So that's uh, what they're called now. So that's, like, their mascot of the high school, yeah, middle school that they go yeah, to. It, yeah. Um, the run-and-gun style won't work against them, so they need to control the pace of the game, which, even though the last episode we learned that it's kind of better to play your styles and try to play differently to, like, counter uh-huh. the other team. But whatever. Yeah, it, tra- As- it translates into the Sean Payton school of injuring you for real. Mm-hmm. I got a bad feeling about this team. Uh, As they're sitting on the bench waiting to start the game, Tepe goes, Hey guys, I'm going to try something that I've never practiced before in the most important game of our lives. <laughs> on is concrete. Cool? On concrete. Is that cool with everyone? Um, And they're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you're um, Tepe. It was, he realized that he, the, the phrase right of postponement came in his head. So he realized he could go Jokic mode and pass the ball whenever he wanted. That's right. Uh, so with like seven minutes into the episode, they have a 10 point lead and now Tepe's knee starts hurting and it's like shaking on the court. Uh-huh. Um, as soon as that happens, the evil man is like sleeping on the bench and his eyes shoot open like Squidward and her bloodshot. <laughs> and he's like, coach, 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 put me in right now. Put me in right now. He says, I guess I'll make them pay. What? He, he looks at his team and says, do it. And then they do it. Like... Like, they needed him in there to peer pressure. I love the idea of, like, they won't hurt anybody until I'm there to watch them do it. it. It's one thing if you want to be, like, the Draymond Green of your team and constantly punch guys in the dick. But the concept of a whole team that will just be evil on command is so funny to me. Yeah, it's not even... They won't, like... If you come and you're ready to play and you're not hurt, there's mm -hmm. nothing they can do. You're going to put up a 200-burger on them. As but if you, show, you notice, if you show up questionable on a snap count, they're going to kill you. If you, like, you shoot the ball and you, like, shake your hand out a little bit, you're getting put into an arm bar before the next timeout. Yeah. Like, it's happening. They're applying the cross arm breaker. They're putting mm-hmm. you, you're putting your ass in the Kirifuda clutch. It's over I'm, for you. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm imagining it's like, all right, like, like they're, you know, they're trying to block everyone out for uh, a free throw. And then the camera just cuts to the ball going up and then back and, and they have Tepe and the fucking cattle mutilation at oh. court. Just like. <laughs> it's a good uh, move. I don't know what to tell you. So so Tepe's posted up. He's about to get this rebound. He This is when it's kind of Kokane's fault that Tepe's leg is broken, if you think about it. Oh, OK. I'll think about that. Because if he makes the shot, he doesn't have to go up for the rebound. And then the fucking darkness man won't say my condolences and snap his fingers, shattering Tepe's leg immediately. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't have passed it to the guy that doesn't shoot, though. That's true. Um, so it's kind of so, like Tepe's fault that it's Kogane's fault. And we don't really see it. There was a guy, like, guarding him, but we don't really see what happens. Tepe is just on the floor in Family Guy pose. And uh, he just does a Vader bomb on him for some reason. Hugo, Hugo runs up and grabs the bad boy by the shirt. And he's like, 
how could you do that to one of our players? And he's like, hmm, so you're saying you have proof that I did that? Yes, you said my condolences and snapped your fingers before a guy broke his leg. <laughs> you cast a spell on my player who just died. You cast power word pain on my teammate. <laughs> I saw you do it. You had a verbal component to your spell. Purple goo and black smoke is oozing out of my teammate's mouth because you put a hex on him. Can you? <laughs> you be... Did you? Hey, did you just put a fucking debuff on my teammate. Did you just? I put a damage over time on spell. the sideline and you're mixing a green cauldron and you're like putting Tepe's hair into it and you're you're like I think yeah you did do it <laughs> your whole team was on the bench saying break a knee fiddle dd and you expect <laughs> me to not know what's going on right now get down from that broomstick and come down here and explain yourself <laughs> oh so so now as soon as we start coming back I'm a bog witch okay uh, well, well, <laughs> you know Maybe if you kept your lead intact, that wouldn't have been a problem for you. I hate when I go to, like, a modern basketball game. And, like, back in my day, you know, you would sit and you would have a hot dog and you would just watch some fundamental play. Now you go in there and it looks like Miri Mazdor's tent all the time. There's no fundamentals. People are killing horses. It sucks. It's all there's hero just, ball. There's just constantly a dark ritual happening at every basketball game now. And uh, I'm frankly sick of it. Yeah. Uh, so they they load Tepe up in a fucking coffin and carry him off the court. They like do. it's the most comedy gigantic size stretcher you've ever seen. They put him in the Tom Brady jacket and yeah, they just, yeah. and he does. I like that he does the like the thumbs up that you that like football players do when they don't want people to be worried that they have like serious nerve damage. The worst concussion ever. Yeah, and the, it's like the, yeah, man. I mean, it was it was a terrible injury, but it was your knee. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you're in cardiac arrest, brother. I just don't know how, is there, like, no tape on Kurosaki Daiichi? Like, are there no, any, we know there's Boys Basketball Monthly. Is no one writing about, like, damn, it seems like every team they play seems to end up with four injured players. Uh, hmm, I don't know. And it translates to evil boy school that kills you. It, and it translates to the boy school that casts a dark magic spell on your bones. <laughs> That's where they went to school, and they said, yes, I want to play ball there. Wait, hang on. Where did where did uh where did Hanamiya go to middle go to elementary school? Karth. Oh, Karth. He went to bone hurting school so he could graduate <laughs> and go to you know Kurosaki Daiichi. Uh, so Saren wins by one point, but Tepe's dead, and the yeah. bad boy's just like, oh well, th- them's the breaks. Like you're just lucky you didn't get hurt too. Like glasses boy, and then Hugo's pissed off. Um. So we go to see Tepe in the hospital bed of dying, and he's like, don't worry, guys, my ankle is just sprained. Bro, I see you in a cast right now. He's like, in, he's He has a mystery box next to him, which I, at this point I'm like, presumably is his liver. It's not going good for him. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry, guys. I'll, it's just a little sprain. I'll be fine. As he's hammering the morphine button nonstop. It's, it's not a good sign when, like, your doctor shows up and he's like, okay, so I have some bad news, but I also have a fun mystery box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's What's inside? Who's to say? Anyway... Oh. A Nintendo uh, DS. Okay, what's anyway, the bad news? Uh, eight to twelve months. See you next time. Yikes. Mm. So yeah, it's uh, just uh, so he. I thought he was going to be like out there working with the torn muscle, like Cody Rhodes style. Um, uh, but Hugo notices I, I, that he's shaking. He's hygiene pilled. He's lying about his knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as Rico's walking by and immediately hears Tepe say like, "Yeah, but after surgery and rehab, it should be fine by the time I'm done with high school." So what I could do is like get surgery on my leg and live probably a relatively normal life with minor pain or i could break every single one of my bones in the next year and live with that for the rest of my life yeah or i could could play exactly one more basketball game in my life 
Yeah, what will I do? Will I uh, play one game or eventually go to the NBA and have elite passing skills for a center? Like, hmm, who's to say? Mm. Um, I do like that Tepe is like, it'll heal next week. They say sickness starts with the mind, which means he's going full Aaron Rodgers. Yep, uh, also comedy. He's going Patch Adams mode. He's going to yes, put a absolutely. big red clown nose on, on a Hugo and try to make him laugh. Uh-huh. Um, so I do like that. I forget which one of them says it, but they're just like, we'll become the best team in Japan next year. They're like, we know we're not winning another game with this roster. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they, they do got some like, they got some real close personal friendship going on mm-hmm. at this moment where he's like, well, Hugo, I know the only thing you've ever said to me is that I hate you, uh, but I do wish that I get to play all three years uh, with you. Um, mm-hmm. I know you're just mean, mean to me because of your miracle trauma, but, you know, yeah, we'll get over I don't know what together. I have to do with that, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, none of that was my fault, so stop taking it yeah, out again, of me. Yeah, again, I'm Ironheart and my name's Tepe, but uh, mm-hmm. I understand how that can be confusing. I know I look I, a lot like Akashi, but I don't sound like him. I'm I do uh, like... I'm Tepe. That the episode ends with the narrator, like, the camera zooms out and you just see, like, the blue sky and it's like, Saren was obliterated in the tournament. (laughs) (laughs) They got crushed by the three kings in the championships. Pathetic. Uh, You lost to to Sen Shinkan. The big three showed up and Mirio crossed me over Lemillion style. It was terrible. Oh, it was it was pathetic. They were laughing at me. That one, the one guy had his fucking darkness bird set a screen on me, and I fell over, and my pants fell down. It was awful. Like, yeah, I got I got locked up by the guy with like nasty wings, and that's his power. The girl put me in, touched me, and I flew away, and I was stuck in the rafters for the rest. of the Yeah, time. <laughs> it wasn't fun. There at was all. a phantom and sixth invisible girl who was there. It's just, just that would be so scary if you just saw a, a basketball like nothing else just start like crossing you up, like oh, that's fuck. devastating. That's pretty scary. She she should have hooped because she's invisible as hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, she's cool. She is. Man, I'm thinking. Man, Kogane mm-hmm. and Aoyama would be so. I would love to take those take those boys both to Disney World. And as far as I know, they both have the same amount of superpowers. So that's, that's kind of right. cool. That's something they could bond over. So yeah. Nice. Uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send to us at you love to hear it on Twitter. Um. So Sylvia on Twitter, friend of the show, Sylvie Bullet says, "Have you been in person for any notable sports or sports related entertainment?" or injuries and i'll stop it there for a second uh is she talking about what like the the new japan show we went to four years ago uh also bricks how was the royal rumble oh <laughs> got him <laughs> yikes oh <laughs> it was a decent show a lot of the a lot of the uh the finishes were pretty predictable which you know takes away your excitement but being live there is always fun i got to soy jack at the camera are um, you excited for Cody to finish the story at WrestleMania? I guess I'm kind of excited for <laughs> Cody to finish his story or the two night spectacle. Are you? I don't think I can. I just don't think I can get off work to go to Philadelphia WrestleMania. But you, are you and Kim going to make wait, it out this year? Wait, hold on. It's in Philly this year. Yeah, WrestleMania that, XL, brother. It's going to be at the Link. I I believe so. All right, let me let me do some. Hold on, let me see. WrestleMania. Yeah, Lincoln Financial, baby. XL. Oh, at the Link, I will not be there. <laughs> Not going. But you don't want to see Seth freaking Rollins or Roman okay, Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. So, April, potentially, April 6th and 7th, I could be potentially recovering from major surgery. So, I have a built-in excuse not to go to WrestleMania at Lincoln Financial Field. 
Ah, uh, but we'll see. I don't know yet. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to call in for a, an emergency surgery of like whatever they can find just to give myself an excuse. It would be fun going to the famous Eagle Stadium once to watch Cody Rhodes versus I don't know who has the title. Seth freaking Rollins, I guess. I don't uh huh. The the head of the table as well. Isn't the Rock gonna be there? He I think he was going to be, and then um, it came out that like everybody in uh, WWE is like biblical Satan style evil. Oh, so he's like, I can't have this attached to my kind of. It seems that that, I... that feels like what happened to me is he was probably like, oh yeah, I'll show up, and then ah, oh, mm-hmm. we'll do it some other time. Yeah. The worst I'm... crimes in history attributed to one man, the owner of the company. He's like, maybe I'll go do Black Adam two instead. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll go get, I'll go get some positive press on Black Adam two. Um, uh, but uh, I think that's actually the best way to enjoy a field. I love that we saw uh, Momo do that shit to that Beyonce song, like on yeah. the same field where, like, a month later, Aaron Rodgers' leg exploded. Like, it it's... just, just, and yeah, tremendous um hold on i i I guess the most the most memorable i wasn't there i was watching it on television but uh mlb player chase utley is was at least up for the hall of fame this year um and he did break ruben tejada's leg in uh, yeah he did the nasty slide i know that about him he slid directly he he literally did kurisaki daichi shit to him yeah hanamiya would have loved to have chase utley on the team he's the guy in every that's he's like that's a hard slide that's a classic takeout slide you don't see that in in the game (laughs) yeah he's working Um, snug but not stiff that's good work right there mm -hmm. brother um yeah so i think if if someone shows up and breaks both of chase utley's legs then he can get in the hall of fame because he was a very good offensive uh, player who is yeah anybody can break one leg like that, that, that could be an accident it's about exactly. it's about getting multiple um I speaking, the of broken, good. speaking of broken legs uh we have kind of a a couple more questions along a similar thread here <laughs> sure um the fujoshi struggler friend of the show k darling says what kind of kurosaki daiichi shit can we do to patrick mahomes and the kansas city cheats <laughs> um do you have just, like a cauldron i'm like you know i'm always working on my device but i need that for like july when the mets start losing um so it's annoying because ever since like folklore and evermore and now when you go out and you try to buy a cauldron they just like think you're a swifty and it's like no i'm actually quite the opposite i'm trying I'm, like, I'm, I'm, or I'm, you could that could be the perfect cover and be like yeah i'm not casting dark spells to hurt professional yeah athletes. i'm doing like i'm doing girl boss spells in the woods in, in exactly style mm-hmm. exactly um I don't know. I'm just I'm just doing my best. I'm thinking some real dark thoughts. Um, I do like I this think... one. <laughs> mm. Are you gonna go ahead? <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna watch the big game? I don't want to. I don't but... want to either. You want to know something that's fucked up for me, but extremely cool for Kim? Uh, it, there was something in in uh the employee's contract, like her her you know union uh thing that they signed that once I don't know if it's once a year or like once a semester or something they get a mental health day off. So their their school right, year goes right. longer, but there's a built-in mental health day where everyone just has the day off and you're meant to not do any work and all that. Every year since it's been implemented, it's been the day after the Super Bowl, <laughs> which is awesome. Fly Eagles fly, baby. It's, if, if there's any... Kim uh, constantly complains about working at her school, but that is one perk about it. So That's pretty funny. Uh, from the Grunter's Gambit, Gambit, friend of the show, Antigone Progany, my favorite sports injury is the one Patrick Mahomes will suffer with three minutes and 27 seconds left in the second quarter 
after I enter the sensory deprivation chamber tonight and continually focus all my sinister en- energy upon him. <laughs> Hashtag the prophecy. So, is this something we can bet on? Now, <laughs> now you see, that's the, you know, I've been sports betting for so long that it's like, just doing the money line is like, it's, it's, it's doesn't yeah, get me exactly. out of bed in the morning. But, but then again, the, the same thing happened when he was playing the Eagles and they were like, Patrick Mahomes broke all of his bones. They did a tepe to him, but he's coming back out there. They stuck him with a big needle and he's coming back out there to win. <laughs> so it could be kind of like a work, you know? Right. Like, they called, like they called, uh, Brandon Staley came running out in the ref costume like little Nate yeah. and stuck uh, him with a big comedy stuck kind of needle. Stuck him with a big needle to puncture his lungs. And then it's like, oh, no, that actually gave like he can breathe even better now because he has more entryway for air into his lungs. Oh, so he can shit. run for like 76 yards for a touchdown. Um, So that's cool. Um, I think that the Los Angeles San Francisco 49ers will win. Uh, yeah, but who cares? I, yeah, I don't give a shit. I think I might just go on a nice walk on Sunday. It's just you know? so dark that we could have had a Ravens Lions Super Bowl. You know, that would have been just so it's nice not for everyone. Fair that like I've been watching football for five years and there's already a rerun. Like, yeah, yeah, we did this shit already. We're getting there's a fucking clip show. Teams. Pick a new one. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, that's that's questions. Um, well, thank you to. Oh, hold on, I didn't even organize these yet. Oh, I was shit. too busy. I was too busy casting dark spells on one uh, a quarterback of a very famous. Uh-huh. Uh, also, no disrespect, men. Well, maybe mm-hmm. some. It's fucked up that the best football team of like the past decade is in Kansas City. No, it should. Like, and it's not even for those of not, you who don't live in the U.S. That's not even in Kansas. Not and not even against like oh the people who live there. Maybe it's just like there's not a high enough population of people. Like statistically. There are many more places with a denser population to at least enjoy, you know, at least, listen, didn't enjoy it. (laughs) You don't have to hand it to them. But the New England Patriots represented an entire region. That's a lot of people. It it, it represented like 25 states. That made more net more people happy than the Kansas City Chiefs winning one Super Bowl ever did. So, yeah, just something to think about, you know. Anyway, thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier patrons, starting with Valerie W., Tufster McGee, the Master DS, Sylvie Bullet, so nasty, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Silver Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West. Why do we do the Aventura <laughs> ad lib for Sylvie Bullet with no accent? When did that start? I don't That's a good question. We could start doing like Adrenaline in My Soul or something I don't like know. that. I, I, know that, I know that she's a Cody Mark. All right, we'll, we'll figure out which... Um, which WWE theme we want to sing before. Which superstar we'd like to use to honor our friend Sylvie. <laughs> exactly. Sarah Lucky Days Kirby, Ryan West, Reliette, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Old Petey, MJ Jenny, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Looker and Nanu, Laura Randall, Lenini, Don't You Be a Meanie, Labyrinth Enjoyer, Kiwi, K Darling, It Was a Penguin, Heckabee, Electric Gaunt, Ducky Aisha, Derek, Great Big Sword, David Besser Rhymes with Lesser, Chris, Hey Bro. You're looking to go in on a you going to this? WrestleMania, the granddaddy yeah. <laughs> of them all. Yeah. What? Okay. If we if we win the parlay this that we set this weekend, and then with that money we use to buy like front row WrestleMania, you have my tickets. solemn vow that if my parlay <laughs> comes through and the Buccaneers defeat the Bills at the Super Bowl this year, we're going to WrestleMania. All right. I can't wait. Let's see what happens. Caroline Savage, Bren Flakes, Brianna, Audrey Olson, Antigone Progany, Anna XV, Andres Gonzalez, Alex Moomin, Aditya Kumar, Sarah and Blair. 
Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noel Williams, Kush Bayou star, Josh Veal. Mm-hmm. Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Kersko, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, Barrier Trio, Bean. and Alex Chalp. Thank you for your generous donations. Generous donations. Hey, Kim, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Uh, the Eagles. Go Birds. Yep, there go we go. Birds. Say no more. <laughs> uh, thank you to our uh, audience, and thank you for listening to Transball. Uh, yeah, thanks. Fun point coming up next week. And then, uh, Kim, was there anything we were supposed to do this weekend? Ooh, Magician Michael. Yep. <laughs> Did we do that? Nah. <laughs> nah. Channing Tatum's The Prestige. It's because we, we, we're recording this episode very, like, early in January, actually. Yeah, yeah. Happy New right. Year, by the way. But we, we somehow knew the results and who would make the Super Bowl and still bet wrong. I That's what put $1,000 down on CM Punk winning the Royal Rumble and being healthy, and I can't wait for that to come through that would this be, month. That would be a really good cover. It's where, like, oh, no, we made the worst parlay of all time. Uh-huh. Because behind the scenes, we're making $20,000 each just by betting on the Kansas City Chiefs every it's game. It's foolproof. <laughs> it works every time. Um, Yeah, Semper Dunkey. And uh, go birds. Go birds. It's their year. <laughs> it's going to be so fucked up if we come back two weeks from now and we're still in this fucking Hugo flashback. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see um, more of the characters in, in the present day doing the show. Yeah, but maybe more of the main character in the show titled The Basketball Witch Koroko Plays. That would be good. It's cool that we are in the season where everybody's awakening their magical powers and we spent two episodes with Kogane and he, we still, there's still no, uh, he is still not ready to be a dragon rider. It appears. Maybe he, it's going to be like, um, like a rock Lee situation, you know, sure. in like the, the semifinals, he's going to take the weights off and, and really just start balling on everyone. Yeah. Like they, they like break his knee and then like wings it somehow, out of his like, back. It turned out, no, it turns out like his knee was actually fucked up this whole time and that's why he was bad. And this actually, yeah, that'd be good. That's good. I can't wait for that to happen. This episode is good. Anyway, stay tuned for season three. Bye. Yeah, bye. Dunkey.